I say, oh, maybe he forgot. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I sent you an email. Uh, sorry, I was just running a little bit late. Oh, no, no, it's okay. So <laughs> I was ready to say, okay, maybe, yeah, it's time to close eye. And then you show up and say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, good, it's good. Thank you so much, because I have a lot of questions about the, the role that you are doing. And so, so maybe you can introduce a little about who you are and what are you doing, please? Yeah, so um, I'm uh, the VP of HR um, for DHL Canada. My name is Joe Mamone, and um, I'm responsible for all of HR uh, practices and functions uh, across the country. Um, so we have about 2,500 employees here in Canada, and um, I have about a team of about 30 individuals that support. Um, and then we're part of the overall bigger organization, which is DHL globally, which is about 114,000 uh, employees worldwide, and that's DHL Express. Um, and what we do is we focus on uh, time-definite uh, express services. So, uh, you know, transporting uh, packages or logistics across uh, time-sensitive uh, needs of our customers. And then we're part of a bigger group, which is DPDHL, uh, which is about half a million people around the world. Um, and we do all logistics supply chain, uh, freight forwarding, uh, e-commerce, and uh, obviously the, the express business that I'm part of. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so then my question is, and I was so excited, I said, I'm going to ask this. So, okay, 2020, Zoom, all the systems that you have, I bet you they were like, a, now what can, so how do you handle that kind of crash? Because I think, you plan, you have all your system and you are so proud of that. And then everybody wants package to move from where to here to there. So how do you handle that? Yeah, so it was uh, obviously uh, the, the pandemic um, was a challenge for everyone, right? And, uh, and DHL was not an organization that, like no other. So we experienced the same thing. We didn't know at first, right? It was very worrisome, especially when all of the world was almost shutting down. Mm -hmm. um, but then we also uh, had to pivot. So as an organization, uh, you know, we were typically, uh, we have a, a flexible work environment, but we were very focused on, uh, because of our operations, the way it operates, we're, we're at the office most of the time. And we had to pivot very quickly. Um, so the entire world, you know, mobilized quickly within DHL. And we were able to uh, move our customer service people working from home, uh, making sure that uh, our people were safe, putting up all the the, the protections and the PPE that was required um, to ensure that our employees were safe coming into work. Uh, here in Canada, we within a two-week span, we sent everybody that could work from home to work from home. Um, so in two weeks, which was really uh, a daunting accomplishment, but about 800 people, you know, being able to work from home quickly, making sure that they have all the equipment was 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 daunting. Um, and then, of course, like I mentioned before, we made sure that our work environments were safe. So uh, we have uh, our drivers are essential workers because we deliver a lot of medical supplies, um, as well as other things as well uh, that that people are looking for. So uh, we made sure that our employees were safe um, and that we had certain rules and regulations. And so we adapted like every other organization. Mm -hmm. And then, um, as, as you know, the the um, our industry flourished. Uh, through this time because, um, you know, e-commerce just skyrocketed. Um, so people were just ordering things at home. 
uh, instead of shopping. So for us, it became a very busy time, which meant that we had to do a lot of growth. So we grew, yeah. yeah, we, we, we grew as an organization. Um, so when I started here about a year and a half ago, which was right in the middle of the pandemic, we went from roughly about 1700 employees to now 2,500. Um, and so, um, and, and now we're going into another peak, uh, that's coming up. And so, um, yeah, definitely as an organization that provides logistical services internationally to the world. Um, you know, for us, it has been a uh, experience where we've had to deal with a lot of growth. Um, and so, again, pivoting, being able to be agile enough to be able to manage the circumstances, and now uh, growing from that circumstance uh, has been one of the things that DHL has been really great at. And your process of uh, recruitment. So I, I bet you already have your, your system. Any do you have a, a, a period of time when this pandemic start like a shoot i need more people and i don't know if my system that i already have in plan like i may be training and everything was kind of put it a little aside to get more drivers to deliver or how you handle that yeah definitely i mean obviously attracting more people to the organization was was at the forefront right we needed to expand um, and then obviously we were in competition with a lot of um, government assistant programs, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people uh, were probably not looking for work because they were getting subsidized by the government. And so that became a challenge. So we did step up our recruitment possibilities. I mean, the one great thing about joining uh, DHL is it's a, it's a career journey. Mm. It's an opportunity for you to join an organization, but to grow and experience different things. For example, you know, I spent the last eight years uh, working out of Germany, and that was an experience that DHL was able to bring to me, where I learned a whole bunch of different international experiences, working in different cultures, and then I came back to Canada and be able to bring that experience. So um, what we did was, you know, in trying to attract people, people started to realize opportunities, uh, because when you join DHL, there's a lot of opportunity for you to grow. Um, and so that was a challenge. The, the, the challenge that we faced around developing and training was one that we tried to take it online, but we know that it doesn't have the same impact. Um, and so right now, as things have started to open up, we've been accelerating our, uh, we have this uh, amazing program called Certified International Specialists, uh, which we expect every individual to go through at one point or another. And um, it helps you to understand the organization, the impact that you have and the culture that we try to, to keep intact. Um, and so being part of that, um, was an important part of making sure that we, we would put people through it. And so right now we're getting everybody through it. Mm -hmm. uh, even though the team, uh, the, the, the classes are a lot smaller, we're running them more frequently. Um, so we saw the importance of that. So attracting people definitely, but also putting them through our training and developing development has been every, uh, has been always a focus for us. And so we're, we're trying to, to, to making sure that we do both. Now that you said you, you, really work like a worldly around. And do you sometimes find yourself that you don't find the people that you need for, for say like here in Canada? Like uh, have you ever contemplated to hire like from another country? Did, did, did you DHL go for that or not? Oh yeah, we, I mean, we've, we roughly bring in about 10 to 15 people every year into DHL Canada from all over the world. 
And we do that as part of our networking transfer. So we move people through our network. Um, I'm a believer of being an importer and exporter of talent. I want to bring people into Canada. I want to develop them, grow them. And then I want them to go out to the network uh, within DHL to help out the businesses grow as, a, as, a, as an international organization. Um, we are constantly looking at those things. Um, I'm looking at ideas right now on how do we uh, do exchange programs so that people from other countries can come here because we're finding shortages in some areas that are very hard to, to recruit in. Um, we're looking at always trying to attract, I mean, I have uh, three or four individuals on my team alone uh, that have come from other, other locations. Mm -hmm. um, so this is part of our culture. It's part of our DNA. We do move people around uh, on a regular basis. And so uh, we're constantly looking at those opportunities for sure. Very nice. So what, is, what was the best challenge that you feel that was in 2020 and 21 and how you came like a, like a winner? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the way we managed the entire pandemic was really good. We made sure that we mobilized a task force that kept everybody informed. Uh, we, we were still able to, um, you know, be successful in our business and continue to grow. We had 30% growth, uh, you know, over 30% in some cases um, of growth. So that was uh, a huge accomplishment. And of course, you know, it, it did take a lot of work from the leadership, um, it starts with the leadership and then also from all our people uh, on making sure that we continue to service our customers. Our customers are at the focal point of everything that we do. Um, and we believe that the only way we can do that is by having motivated people that drive great service quality. Great service quality drives uh, loyal customers and loyal customers make a profitable network. That's our strategy. Um, so making sure that our people were safe, making sure that they were engaged, making sure that they were motivated uh, during these times to be able to service our customers was our biggest priority. And we think because of the actual results mm -hmm. uh, of, the, of seeing the growth and the opportunities of uh, the profitability as well, um, we, we, I would say that that's probably our greatest success where it was our people that were able to bring us through this, uh, this challenge of a global pandemic, massive growth, and, and, and the unknown of you know, closures and unknowing what's going on. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So for people like, a, like me, okay, human resources. So what do you think is something that normal people miss about the importance in a, in a human resources department? Well, I think human resources now is probably becoming one of the most important functions. I mean, um, understanding the, the, the landscape of what's going on with um, working from home, the new future ways of working, the battle for talent, the talent shortages, uh, managing uh, safety uh, of, you know, during COVID times. These are all things that are people related. Um, and when it comes to human resources, that's where our expertise are. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and if you think about it, every function has their focus. And of course, it's their people that drive the success of that function. But not any function has that overarching view of the overall business. Um, and so when we think about HR, it is a strategic partner. It's a coach to the business. Uh, you know, I always say we're the we're the custodians of our culture. Um, we are the archaeologist of our talent. So we're always looking out there for talent. We're trying to find uh, where the hidden gems are, or we're trying to attract them. 
And then we're the coaches to the leadership, right? We're the ones that are there to help the leadership manage through times of, of need like this, where maybe we need to increase our communication. Maybe we need to increase our visibility. Maybe we need to increase our, um, our uh, engagement. And so that's where I, I, I think HR is a strategic partner in that and helps the business to get to the point where it needs to get to. Um, so it goes far beyond what traditionally HR has always been known as, which is paying people and administration. Now we're helping drive the business success uh, to become uh, a profitable and a, and, a, and a beneficial business to the world. Wow, excellent, excellent. Because yeah, that, that way you, you, you see, because I don't know, sometimes you feel, oh, human resources is like, a, even people feel like, a, hmm, you are not the CEO or whatever. But I think it's very important as, as, a, as a bridge in between the people and the organization. And they, they become so much like, the glue for keeping everything working. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And, and there's, there's one common thing between customers, businesses, organizations. The common thing has always been people, right? Your customers are people, your employees are people, your business is made of people, right? So if you don't get and understand people, you cannot be successful in business. And that's where the HR function really can help out. Uh, because the better decisions are made when when the leadership is well informed and understands what's going on with their with their people to be able to, to, be able to drive uh, further uh, opportunity. Mm -hmm. Something else, Joe, that you want to share about your business or something that you want to share to people to know about your organization? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, our our purpose at DHL is connecting people and improving lives. And, and when you think about that, that's an ambition and a goal that is always ever expanding. It's always, you know, you're, you can connect more people and you can continue to improve lives even more. And, and we do this through logistics. And, 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 you know, it's very important this time and age where, you know, when you think about when people were locked in their homes and they weren't able to really, you know, what was the one thing that would give some type of excitement at times would be when you receive that package or yeah. that thing that you ordered where you're able to do that. So for us, it's it's been a really great journey. Our vision, our purpose is really the, the, the lighthouse or the driving force of the organization. And so, um, you know, I think that when you think of DHL, you should think of an organization that doesn't just deliver packages, uh, but makes a difference in the world. Um, and then with that, obviously, we're constantly looking for people, we're growing. Um, and so if, if you're an individual that is looking to make a difference in the world or can believe in that purpose of connecting people and improving lives, uh, I definitely recommend that, you know, DHL can be a great place to work. It is actually a great place to work. And in some places, it's the number one great place to work. We just actually had uh, Europe uh, as number one great place to work. Uh, so it definitely is an employer of choice. And I definitely recommend uh, if you're interested to you know, seek out and reach out to uh, your local DHL uh, facility and then uh, try to join the team. Uh, we would love to have you to be able to help continue to make a world a better place. I like that you say that, to make the world a better place. So it is. It Through is. connecting people and improving lives, right? Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how long you've been there? I've been with DHL for almost eight years now. Um, I spent most of my time in Germany. 
Um, and in Germany, I uh, travel, I, I manage teams in different places. So I had a team in, uh, in Malaysia, I had a team in the Netherlands, and I've also had teams in uh, Costa Rica. And so, you know, gaining that experience of managing people in different cultures and managing them from a distance um, has been something that I've been managed, I've been doing for a while. And it has been an eye-opening experience. Uh, I always say that I learned more in the last eight years of my career than the previous 20 uh, when cool. I was living abroad and working with different uh, uh, cultures, different people than I did when I was you know, working here in Canada uh, for a variety of different organizations. So uh, for that in itself, like, you know, when I talk about career journey, okay. my journey has been an amazing journey with the AHL. And I would recommend it to anybody uh, because anybody who has that desire, uh, they would be able to uh, definitely develop that or have that journey within DHL. And now that you mentioned managing people, where are the kind of your, your own advice about when you are trying to manage people? What in your in your experience are the most important points that we don't sometimes contemplate? Um, I think it's important for when you're managing people, it's all about developing trust. And and you know, when you think about trust, how do you develop trust? Well, you need to get to know somebody, right? So you develop a relationship. Um, you need to uh, be able to get them involved and not everybody gets involved in the same way. So understanding your audience is an important part. So that's the third thing I would say is understanding your audience to understand um, how they want to be treated, how they want to uh, uh, be managed and also how they develop their trust. Because some people give you trust right away. Mm -hmm. Other people take time. Um, so all those elements are very important. And then, of course, you know, my, my style has always been one of empowerment and providing, you know, I always try to say, okay, here are the guidelines. So here are the parameters. You can play around in this space, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, for me, when they're playing around, that's great because that's where the creativity comes out of. Um, and then I think the last thing about, you know, a, a leader, which is very important, is making sure that we create a safe environment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the one thing that I think that, that taxes a lot of people and, and stresses them out is the fear, uh, fear of not delivering, fear of failure, fear of, you know, being let go one day, you know, all these fears hold people back. And so I think a leader's responsibility is to making sure that they feel safe so that they're not distracted by those fears and they can focus on, on delivering and focus on developing, creating, and, uh, and the things that really make a difference to the business. Wow. Wow. Amazing, all this stuff that you're sharing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the the idea of of this podcast that I'm doing because we invite people and then they are able to share important stuff that, that we miss it or or we did like oh I don't that's not important but I think everything that you share at the, at the beginning I think this part is the, the most important because that's the way you can. Uh, deliver whatever is needed of your position. So the people, the the, the feeling, feeling like uh, they are autonomous in in the decisions they take, and they feel like uh, they they have my back. You know, it's like a, shoot, don't don't quiet because you're you you're gonna be fired something. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's definitely people that have that, and I think it's important. I mean, not all, all leaders get that. You know, I always say. People, well, I don't say it, I've heard it actually before, <laughs> but people don't, people don't follow titles, they follow people, right? So 
if you want people to follow you, if you want people to work for you and work hard for you, uh, you need to be able to make sure that they're safe. You need to be in service of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And not every leader gets that right. You know, people progress in their career and they get certain titles and then they just feel like, okay, you either do it or else you're gone. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't Mm -hmm. create an environment where people can flourish, creates an environment where people, you know, hold back. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you know, the only way we can be successful, like I said before, our first pillar is motivated people. That's the only way we're going to be successful. And so my goal as a leader is to make sure that our people are motivated. That's, that's great. So I want to know what is your favorite kind of platform, like a like a social media fan that you follow. Like, a, what what is it? Are you more drawn to? So, yeah, I mean, it, it varies. Yeah, it varies. I mean, personally, I uh, I, I use a lot of YouTube, um, and so I, I listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube. So, uh, for me, and I and I read as well. So right now, I'm reading a book called. Uh, the Laws of Human Nature by uh, Robert Greene. Um, and, and the reason why is uh, I think it's important for every leader or every individual to always be self-aware. And so uh, that book has helped me to really understand what human nature is. And we all have very similar uh, similarities. So it's, it's really a help. It's almost like almost putting a mirror to myself. <laughs> um, from, a, from a YouTube perspective, obviously, there's the uh, the motivational uh, things out there. There's Simon Sinek. Uh, recently, I've been uh, listening to a lot of, um, uh, oh, now the name, Vanessa Van Edwards, mm-hmm. um, who's been running um, the science of people. Um, so she's been doing a lot of interesting things. So again, it's the self-evaluation, but there's a lot of leadership uh, skills in there. And then from a podcast perspective, I, I listen to a variety of things from, from politics uh, to business, to, to leadership. Um, so I, I have the, you know, Harvard business review on there that helps me. They do a lot of idea podcasts, uh, which are helpful. Um, I got the, uh, HR podcast masters of business as well. Uh, so those are just some of the ones that I listen to on a, on a regular basis. And then I also have some fun ones like, um, there's a business one right now, it's called the all in podcast, which is one Mm. that I find very interesting. Um, and yeah, so I, I usually use that combination of, uh, of three things there that, that help me. And for fun? <laughs> and for fun, I mean, that's where I get fun from, right? So some of those things were uh, uh, obviously music. I listen to music and uh, I'm an avid sports uh, follower as well. So I, uh, especially here in Canada, you know, Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, I follow NFL football as well. So I enjoy that as well. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, Joe, a very, very good one. A lot of good information, and I like your your um, passion for the things that you do. <laughs> so that, that's that's a good sign. I'm passionate about people, so it's uh, it's definitely something that I look forward to, and and I'm in the right role for that. And uh, again, right organization as well, because we focus on people, and and you know, from a personal perspective, but also from a uh, career perspective, it's been the the greatest decision I ever made. Uh, to be part of the DHL team. Fantastic. So thank you so much and see you around. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Yes. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye.